The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Let's talk about another issue that seems to have caught people's attention uh, today. There will be no live animals featured in the Christmas Nativity Crib outside the Mansion House for the first time in 27 years. The Green Party Lord Mayor, Caroline Conroy, brought the issue before the Council yesterday and the decision has been met with disappointment from some quarters, relief from others. Uh, Fionn Sherlock is a farmer whose family have been providing livestock for the crib for those last 27 years. Fionn, you're very, very welcome to the show. Are you disappointed? I am. Thank you very much for having us here uh, this evening. Yeah, look, we got a phone call yesterday morning. Um, my mom called me to say that they were on about the crib and I cut across her and said, what day are we starting this year? And she said, we're not starting, that it's not to go ahead. And to be honest with you, after coming through two years of uh, a pandemic, um, which had worked perfectly fine, we had to make a few adjustments to the way people seen the animals. Uh, I was very very shocked and disappointed, I was, so I was, yeah. How did you end up providing the animals, Fionn, since 95? So basically, um, in 1995, my grandfather's brother, Joe Gallagher, would have started off, he was the first um, person to start off providing the animals into the live animal crib, and then my grandfather would have taken over from him in 2002 when he, Joe, his brother, got bad health. I'm, I'm currently 26 years old, so it's running longer than I'm currently been around but uh, I've been going into the live animal crib with my grandfather since I'm about six years old in 2002 and um, like I said I, I, I can't remember a Christmas where there hasn't been a live animal crib for me it's part of of the culture of Christmas you know getting the animals ready for the crib and it goes all the way to Christmas Eve and it's such, it's such a like it's such a hit with the young kids and even grown-ups that mightn't get the exposure of animals that like myself would in the countryside and um, I'd say it will be missed by a lot, a lot of people like uh, and how well are the animals kept? I mean, do they do they stay there for the entirety of the month? Do they? No, no, the animals. No, like oh. yeah, I, I obviously get plenty, you always get plenty of questions, and I, I'd always be happy to answer them. So the way it works is the animals are brought in and out of Dublin each day. They they're there from eleven o'clock in the morning till five o'clock in the evening, and then they come home to the farm here in Inniscarry County Wicklow. They're bedded up in the stable, fed hay and water for the evening, and then they're back in. So they're really only there for six hours during the day and uh, they come home every night they're not left overnight there so they're looked after well like. and I, I'm sure you will have heard as well that they are now looking because people have expressed disappointment at alternative spots and maybe just moving up the road to St. Stephen's Green that possibly there you might be able to afford the animals a little more space actually than yeah. they get at the Manchester what would you think of that? Yeah look oh, geez, whatever it takes to get it across the line like you know, we want to trip in Dublin it's, and I'm sure the people of not just Dublin like for instance, there's families there that come as far from Donegal all the way down to Kerry or Cork and you get the same people coming back every year and you nearly know some of them by name, like, you know, and they love, like, to come up to Dublin to do their Christmas shopping and it's part of their, like, you know, ritual to go mm. and see the crib and they might stop off in Dawson Street, get their lunch and, like, and it, it, the joy it brings to the children, like, I take it for granted, like, you know, coming from a farm background and stuff, there's cattle and sheep around me there, but it, it, some of the children around Dublin and from, from anywhere, like, they wouldn't have the same exposure and yeah. it's just, it brings some great joy just to see uh, live animals and like you know I would I would be disappointed if it didn't go ahead in some shape or form Well listen Fionn thanks a million for chatting to us Jerry Boland is with me as well founder and spokesperson for Animals Behind Closed Doors Jerry, I understand though you, you welcome this decision is that right? Um, well I didn't contact you Kieran. you contacted me but I'm happy to talk about it Well sorry uh, Jerry, I, I wasn't I, I didn't want to oh, imply no. that you did I just I, it's a genuine oh, no, question no, do you welcome no, this decision? I, uh, Oh, no, I do welcome it. Like, the point I, I was going to make is that 
I wouldn't regard this as the biggest animal rights issue around. Um, but what I see when I see the crib, I see animals, um, I see a sheep who is destined for the slaughterhouse. That's what I see. And the slaughterhouse is a pretty nasty place and no animal wants to go there. I see a sheep that is representing millions of animals that end up in slaughterhouse. So like these animals aren't even pardoned. So they go in and out like commuters. And um, so that's one thing I see. I also see a cynical PR exercise by the IFA. Um, like they see this as very much a feel-good story until Tim Cullinan, the president of the IFA, frequently turns up at the mansion house for the unveiling of, of the crib or the opening of the crib. And, you know, he thinks it's a great thing. But, you know, why doesn't he invite um, school children to his own pig farm down where he lives? You know, where he, he's, you know, he's a well-known public figure down where he lives. And, he, you know, his main business is pig farming. And mm. his pigs never see the light of day and they're slaughtered at six months of age. So, you know, so it's a completely cynical and hypocritical exercise. The other thing I see is a really bad example being given to children. That's my view. Now, I know okay. a lot of people don't agree with this, but I think it's a really bad example given to children because basically we're saying that it's okay to keep animals in confinement in the centre of the city. You, and do I don't think, think it's it, a good thing. Do you think it would be a better example to children to bring them to abattoirs? Um, I don't think it would be a very nice thing to bring children to. Obviously not. But let's face it, most people don't want to know where their food comes from. And they turn a blind eye and they bury their head in the sand. Most people, if they went into a slaughterhouse, wouldn't eat meat the next day. It's as simple as that. I'm not suggesting that children should be brought to a slaughterhouse. I'm talking about the cynical PR exercise that things like this, the crib is. And that's all it is. It's a feel-good factor. It makes the IFA, it makes the whole farming organisations mm. look very well. Yeah, but, I, I, I understand the broader point, sorry, about the animal welfare and... Uh, the disquiet about them being in a confined area. I kind of share some of those concerns and about the reality of where our meat comes from. I do think a lot of us turn a blind eye uh, to it. Uh, but the idea of this kind of being kind of some IFA invention, I mean, they didn't invent the nativity. There were animals there. You know, of course, you know. no, but they've, you know, what I'm saying is that, you know, that they've jumped on the bandwagon. And I'm not having to go with the IFA specifically about this. I think, you know, I think in terms of, of, what's happening outside the mansion house is a relatively small issue in terms of animal rights. That's what I would say. I would say the pug fair goat was a bigger issue because, you know, that was most blatantly cruel, like putting the, the, the goat up at the top, you know, on its own. At least there's some interaction with these animals. But the major issue that never gets covered by yourself, I have to say, as well as the mainstream media, is what happens to the three and a half million pigs that are kept in sheds um, for, for the whole year and then slaughter. Or what happens to the almost 100 million chickens that people eat that die a death at about 38 yeah. or 39 days. I, I, I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry we've disappointed you so much, but I mean, we, have, we don't try to hide the fact that pigs are slaughtered and that's where ham comes from. I don't no, think we need to it, necessarily broadcast it every day. I think people know where their ham comes from. No, I don't agree. No, no, I'm, I'm in the business of... But Jerry, of it doesn't grow in trees. People don't think it grows in trees. Maybe it's just the case Kieran, that people are Kieran, more I, comfortable than you with eating meat. No, Kieran, I give school talks and it's not unusual for me to go into a school and discover that some of the children don't know where the milk comes from. They do not know that the calf has to be separated from the cow. Children, a lot of children, yeah. certainly urban I know, children, and, and I, I'd, I'd love if those children were listening to the hard shoulder, but they don't. We've adults listening to the show, and all the adults listening to this show know where milk comes from. Yeah, well they, yeah but they don't know the ins and outs of the dairy industry and how the cow is kept lactating for four or five years, and then the tanks that she gets for the milk that she produces for her calf, what we take... Um, is to offer the slaughterhouse. People don't think about that. They don't really know. I know you think they do, but they mm. don't. Because my, my 
my experience over the years from talking to people is that they would rather not know. And certainly yeah. when it comes to factory farming and pigs, people do not know what the situation is in, in those pig farms. Jerry Boland. The fact that the pigs are slaughtered at six months of age, Kieran. Founder and spokesperson for Animals Behind Closed Doors. Jerry, thanks a million uh, for joining us. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.